Welcome to the Live Long, Lead Well broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and today we're going to talk about finding your rhythm in a new relationship. Stay tuned for today's broadcast. Isaiah 43, verse 18. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Finding your rhythm in a new relationship. Welcome once again to the Live Long Lead World Broadcast. I'm Dr. Mark Jones, and that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, I take great joy in the fact that I'm seeing so many new relationships being birthed, especially in our church family. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, my former pastor used to say the best time to get married is when somebody wants you. And I agree with that sort of, kind of. But today we're going to talk about how to find your rhythm in a new relationship. So let me give you these keys that I believe that if you take them to heart, they'll help you to find your way in this new thing. Number one, New should represent a genesis. I want you to make note of that. Whenever you call something new, it should represent a genesis, a a beginning of something. But for many people, new represents a comparison to the old. So that brings me to my first point, is that in order to really create rhythm in a new relationship, You've got to make sure that you eradicate 100% eradicate all references to all former relationships from your thinking. They are irrelevant to where you are right now. Now, here's number two. If you do not resolve your personal issues from your past relationships, you will recreate them in your new one. I'm going to say that again. If you do not resolve your personal issues from your last relationships or your past relationships, you will recreate them in the new one. Some of you heard me say this before, wherever you go, there you are. And so a new relationship is not a solution to your personal problems. Here's number three. I want you to think about the components of rhythm. When it comes to rhythm in and of itself, rhythm involves tempo, timing, and accents. I'm going to say that again. Rhythm involves tempo, timing, and accents. So first of all, you really got to determine the pace of the relationship that you are in right now. Don't try to rush things. Don't try to put the context of an upcoming season in the present season You've really got to determine the pace, a proper pace of the relationship you're in right now. Slow it down, speed it up, whatever needs to happen to make sure that you are actually working with your partner to create a proper pace. Second thing is timing, timing or increments. You got to discern the season that you're in and live within this season. Stop thinking that you deserve the results of a 20 year marriage 
after only two years of marriage. So you got to know the timing in order to create rhythm, tempo, and timing matters. And thirdly, accents matter, which means you've got to really focus on the things that need to be focused on. Accents speak of where your emphasis lies. So the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And don't muddy the water of your relationships by accentuizing things that don't matter to the present context. Accentuating things that don't matter to the present context. Now here's number four. Be intentional about strategically getting around people who are functioning in what you want to develop in as a couple. You know, so many people talk about couples therapy when a lot of times you as a couple just need to get around good, solid, functional couples that you already know. So you got to be strategic and intentional about getting your relationship into the right seedbed of relationships. Here's number five. Identify any level of entitlement in your thinking as you engage your relationship. What do you mean entitlement? Anywhere where you think I deserve without having to go through a process, that is entitlement. Entitlement is a mentality. Behind every mentality, there's a principality. The principality is the spirit of pride. So you got to make sure that you isolate and identify any level of entitlement. I deserve without a process and eradicate it from your thinking so that you will not harass your relationship with notions that you should have the product without the process. Now here's number six, prioritize understanding over your assumptions. Remember this, when you're dealing with a new relationship, whenever you make assumptions, you are assuming to your history. And whenever you assume to your history, you bring your history current into your present story. So you want to make sure that you prioritize understanding. I just want to know who you are. I just want to know how you think. I just want to know how you function. I just want to know why you prioritize, why you prioritize. I am just trying to understand, not impose my thoughts about what you should do upon another person. Number seven, humble yourself and become a servant of your relationship. Think about this. Whenever you look at your relationship, are you just focusing on what you think you deserve from the relationship? Or are you actually serving what your relationship is becoming? Now, remember, if you're not serving what your relationship is becoming, then you have not been birthed into humility. You're either in pride or you're in humility. Pride thinks I deserve without a process. I deserve without humbling myself and being a servant. Now, here's number eight. Take responsibility for your own emotions. This is another critical part of creating rhythm in your relationships. You know, you can have things going just fine, but the moment that you have an undeveloped area of your soul triggered by life's experiences, you throw everything off course because you haven't really taken ownership for your emotions and taking them through deliverance processes so you can make sure you're offering an emotionally sound person to your relationship. 
I'm going to say that again. It is your responsibility to offer an emotionally sound person to your relationships. Number nine, become your partner's greatest intercessors. Now, remember, you're either going to be an instigator and an antagonist to your partner, or you're going to be an intercessor for your partner. But you can't be both. So you got to decide, am I just going to antagonize and spout out my opinion and downgrade you in order to exalt myself? Or am I going to become your intercessor because God partnered me with the changes he's doing in you? And I'm not forcing you to change. But I am standing in agreement with God to make sure that my behavior is accommodating his will in your life. And here's the last thing. And I really want you to pay attention to this. Learn how to embrace love as it is offered to you, not as you wish it to be offered to you. I'm going to say that again. Learn how to embrace love as it is offered to you, not how you wish it to be offered to you. In other words, you married someone you love and you thought they loved you. You believe that or you wouldn't have made this great commitment of the connection of your lives until someone's funeral. But now you got to learn how to receive love as it is offered and, and learn to enjoy where you are on the way to where you're going. Now listen, I know you know someone right now who is probably harassing the heck out of a new relationship and frustrating the process of becoming one with their partner. Do me a favor, send them a copy of this message, share it with them. And remember, if you want Dr. Mark Jones to be a part of your next event, give us a call at 813-241-6919, extension 15. You can always find my messages on YouTube at Manifestation Worldwide. You can find me on Facebook as simply Mark Jones. Until we get together next time, may you live long and lead well.